Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit ryansowers.com. Here's your host, best-selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers, powered by Our Town Gwinnett Magazine. We are broadcasting live on the End Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the Country Inn and Suites by Razzin Hotel in beautiful Stone Mountain, Georgia. I am super excited to have a great guest today, a friend and colleague of mine, Nikki Nasera. She is the owner of Salon 97 and Lil Nikki. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you were here. Uh, we, we got a chance to touch base on air as much as we could, but just let's just start with the obvious. Just tell our audience who don't know you because they could be tuning in from anywhere about yourself. Just a little bit of your background. Yeah. So um, I'm from Georgia originally. Uh, I moved here, though, from Florida about... I guess going on 10 years ago. And I spent the last, I guess, let's see, seven years working in Midtown Atlanta at a salon there. And I've also been an educator for a product line for about 11 years. So I've taught other stylists on cutting, coloring, styling hair. Uh, but we ended up in Lilburn about a year after we moved to Metro Atlanta, and I was commuting all that time into into in town to do hair, and that got old really quick, especially as my children got older. I have a six and nine year old, and there was one fall that I missed every single baseball team baseball game of my son's because I was commuting into town four days a week, and then traveling on the days that I was off work for at the salon. So I just was like, I need to work in closer to home. So right. I started at the salon I'm at now. Well, it was previous owners before, but I worked there for two years and then had the opportunity to shift into ownership. Um, and so we just opened January 1. And, uh, Is that yeah, this year? This year, January 1. Wow, okay. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yeah, I have kids that are super active in the community, playing the sports and my husband works at Emory. He's also involved in the community. He's on the DDA, okay. which is the Downtown Development Authority for Lilburn. So yeah, we're big into uh, the growth and community of well, Lilburn. It has been exciting. I've, I've, I've been in this metro Atlanta area my whole life, So, uh, but it's been having a house in Lilburn for almost 21 years. It's nice to see other things going on. But yeah, I got to see, I didn't, I was thinking it had been a few years, but um, so tell me about this venture into starting your business. What, what, what was it just the commute or a passion to do something different? You know, I never saw it in my goals at all, to be honest. I've worked in another salons the very first salon I ever worked at I saw it go from a two-chair salon to a 15-chair salon and spa and I saw the stress that went into that I saw the uh, you know just the trickle down to the employees of the toxic environment and I was like I don't think I ever want to do that I don't want to micro have to micromanage employees but the universe just uh, aligned differently I guess because my husband and I about Six months after I started working at the salon, had the opportunity to actually invest in the property. Oh, okay. So when that happened, we were kind of thinking, well, if, you know, it cuts down the overhead. So, you know, when we'll, we'll invest because it was a good time to do it before right. a lot of things were happening across the street from it. So, you know, once that happened, then the ideas started coming. And also because I was starting to realize just how much 
I can do as a hairstylist beyond just doing hair, like how impactful my words can be, how I can make, you know, take my role as a day maker, which the product line I educate for surface, that's kind of what we've always called ourselves. Um, taking that to, you know, beyond just making somebody look good. I'm like thinking I having a place of business to inspire that further and have a bigger stage and platform for, um, expanding upon that, uh, made sense to have a business. So, that, mm -hmm. well, that is awesome. Now you, so in what month were we in now? I guess October. So, um, what was it like? Uh, I guess you didn't have a prior thing to compare to, but was it difficult starting a business in the pandemic? You know, a lot of people would think that would be the case. And I'm very fortunate to say that it wasn't because we're one of the only salons in Lilburn. Right. We're not, there's not that many, sadly, too closed because of the pandemic. And we did gain a stylist from each of those. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I feel bad for those salons, but I think it was kind of ready to retire, maybe, you know, situation. But, um, but yeah, so it, it wasn't as crazy as I thought it would be. I will say one of the craziest parts that we dealt with was just getting contractors in to do the renovations. So my husband and I actually went on to do it ourselves for the most part. We, really? We went in New Year's Eve night <laughs> and literally 24 hours a day worked. And we had friends come along and help a little bit, but no contractors except for later after we'd done the renovations. Like we had somebody come in and do the floors and, you know, did some exterior stuff. But yeah, we were open for business January 7th. Oh my goodness. Like, so, now, <laughs> what, what you told me this before, but it was the Bank of Lilburn back in the day? What, what, yes. where, 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 yeah. What, the, got, what's the history there? It's got really cool history. So, um, yeah, it was the Bank of Lilburn, like its original thing. So, and then next door was the post office. But what happened was uh, apparently, it, during the Great Depression, it, things just, Lilburn became unincorporated after that. So that's when the bank went away. But prior to that, the bank almost burned down. Oh, wow. Like, I guess that whole strip was on fire and the city came together and formed a bucket brigade to put the fire out. Oh, and, wow. And you, when you come into the salon, you can actually see up towards the front of the salon, the bricks that are still charred from the fire. And on oh, top, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and on top of that, we even found uh, in the crawl space you can see the base of the where the vault was. Cool. And we found a fireplace that's still bricked in. So we're like trying to decide when is the right time to take the bricks out. Because I mean, if you brick up a fireplace in an old bank, I mean, surely you put like a time <laughs> capsule or treasure or something in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got to make that. Well, this is a marketing show at the mm -hmm. core. So that's a marketing moment right there. You got to decide what to do with that. That's right. cool. Yeah. Maybe we'll have some sort of a ceremony of sorts to like. Un unveiling of the <laughs> yeah, vault. Yeah, exactly. That's where my mind immediately goes. I'm sorry. Yeah. A, now tell me about in a short period of time. I know a few of them. I remember the, my daughters are older now, but the, the, you have the daughter, daddy, daughter. Yeah. Uh, does a dance, but you've had a, you, you're doing a lot of stuff and 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 already so engaged with other yeah. uh, organizations in the community. Tell us some about that. Yeah, so I'll start really quick, just going back to like what inspired me to want to have a business. Yeah, please, and, please. And um, definitely doing more charitable stuff was big on my list. Like, as a educator for the product line that I've been with for a very long time, it's an organic pro product line. It's also a, a product line that gives back. Like. Uh, 
you know, to different charitable causes. So it's always been something that I've worked with salons on coaching them on how to be a community based salon because everything comes full circle. Like, so that was your core beliefs. Always, always, always. always. That's how I modeled myself as just my own person, like stylist behind the chair. But you know, it, it certainly was helpful in all the coaching I've had from this brand over the years and how I, the model for my own business would be. Cause at the end of the day, I think that this is marketing to the core. If you don't have dollar signs that are ab- your absolute motivation, you, then you can do so much better. And it just, it comes, it comes with it, you know, whenever you like are a community based and, and a wholesome business, you know, with integrity. So and based on that, I pretty much decided at the beginning of the year, I was going to do quarterly events to raise funds for different nonprofits. Now, I got a little ahead of myself in those ambitions and decided <laughs> maybe I'll do two for my first year. Right, I can't do it right. all in one year. But the first event we had was a daddy-daughter date night. And it was it was cute because the daddies and the daughters got dressed up. They came and we taught the daddies how to do their daughter's hair. Now, this wasn't exclusive to daddies. We are going to market it next year that it's, you know, grandma can come or, sure. you know, a mom, you sure. know. Uh, but it, yeah, they took a picture and then did a candlelit dinner next door. I mean, the dads were hilarious. Some of them, you know, like fumbling through doing yes, hair. Yes, I, I, I can relate. <laughs> yeah, and then so we raised over just over a thousand dollars for the um, single parent community, which was one of my clients' nonprofit that she just started. And then following that, we did a ladies' night out event. And that was uh, quite bigger because I was kind of getting into the swing of how to do an event, which if you've planned an event, it's like a full-time job on its own. So I know it'll get easier the further along I get, but yeah, we had a a great attendance for the ladies' night out. Uh, Music on Main Street partnered with us, and uh, I'm sure you know Art Wood. He he had his uh, dial-up 90s rock Yeah, I was there. I was there with that one. Yeah, so that was a super fun event, and we raised um, over $2,500 for Partnership Against Domestic Violence. So That's fantastic. Yeah, and I, we just decided during the, the fall, because it's so busy, instead of trying to do those other events that I had the ambition to do, we'd just participate in other charitable things, like having an event at the salon where we raise money for the Mighty Millie Foundation. A portion of all of our profits went to that. And then the salon also has a team for the... American Foundation for Suicide Prevention um, out of the Darkness Walk that's at Piedmont Park on November 7th. Awesome. So we have a team and I'm volunteering for that walk as well. So. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you were mentioning earlier, and I just know from my personal experiences, you know, hairstylist, I'm, I'm not sure if that's the right word, but when you're <laughs> yeah. somebody sitting in your chair, in many cases, they're sharing their life with you. Right? Yeah. I mean, people have always jokingly said that us hairstylists are like therapists, yeah. but I mean, I think that we, I mean, we truly are not that I'm like sitting there evaluating somebody <laughs> and being like, all right, let me get you where you got to go. Exactly. Or let me tell you, but we just are ears and we, we can, because we talk too. it's not like a therapist where they're, you know, limited on what they can share about their own personal lives. We're like, I'm an open book. You're my friend at this point, right. but I'm still like a lot of times these people, we don't see them much outside of the salon. So they, they, they do open up and I mean, words are can mean every it can do so much i mean especially like teenagers that are in my chair that are i it's my favorite oh my gosh it's one of my favorite things to figure like the challenge of figuring out what i can make somebody talk about awesome like somebody said i can make you know i love talking we we've talked plenty yeah. like i could talk all day and I, I love seeing what interests people 
And what and that makes people comfortable if they find that, oh, I know something about Minecraft. This kid's like, I'm not talking to her. I talk about Minecraft. And they're like, lulu, you know, and then all of a sudden they feel a little more comfortable with expanding sure. upon more. So I've I've even had and I'll share the story I was telling you earlier. Uh, a client of mine tell me essentially that he when he came to see me for his haircut and this was on a later date that. Um, he was coming to me to get his hair done for his funeral. He had planned things, and I saw him a month later, and he pretty much told me that he, after he left from sitting in my chair, I made him feel better, and he chose to reach out to family and checked himself into a facility wow. and literally told me he saved my life. I saved his life. So I think that that's something that, you know— I mean, even beyond being a hairstylist, a words just can, no, you know, no. you never know what you can say or do to change somebody's life, the path of their life. It, you know, it's funny, Nikki, as I get older, I, I, we, we, in different parts of my life, people have always said in business, whatever, they've said this, something could go wrong. And whether people working for me or working beside me or clients, but I've always been like, you can be upset, but as long as you come out with an encouraging, I mean, people don't need to be destroyed in, in how they do it. And if you, you know, deal with, the per remember they're a person who has mm -hmm. stuff going on in their lives and you just like you said you don't know what is going on in their life and if you hit them at the right time and you show them some inspiration or some you know hey don't worry about it, it's okay you just don't know what kind of impact that's going to have yeah and that story is powerful right there and the difference in a hairstylist and a therapist and no, by no means do i think you know we should ever take away from what true therapy does but not everybody has the resources to do it or don't want the stigma of that yeah so but we can touch the person that's in our chair and plenty of science has proven how what that does for people the way they feel and then we on top of that are making them look good people come into the salon and they're happy because they know when they leave they're going to look good excited for the haircut so we are yeah so that there's that our initial feeling that's going to give them a little a bit more of openness and you know vulnerability and again not that we need to be the ones to absolutely change their paths but at least make them feel better and potentially be a segue to you know if they need more help they can be yeah and this this topic we, you and i discussed before going on air even though we i think we talk you know politicians and other people are starting to talk about mental health it's still one of the last things out there that still you know people say i can't go to the doctor if i want to go do xyz in my life because it'll be in my record yeah. And it's, that's that's crazy. It is. It is. We went from like a, gener a, a generation of don't talk about it right. to, okay, now we can talk about it where, to, the, to the point that people maybe like diagnose themselves, but there's still that, that stigma around just seeing a therapist because now you have a title. Now you have... You have you're labeled. You're labeled. You're labeled, yeah. And I... I I know that the government has, like we've said over and over, mental health just keeps getting worse. And just to share a little bit about my own personal life, I, I did lose a sibling to suicide when I was in high school. And, you know, back then you didn't talk about it, you know, and, and you're hearing more and more, especially in the world of social media, where, you know, young kids who don't even know who they are yet are, you know, having mental health challenges. And, you know, I think that potentially working, finding a different angle, because I know insurance companies are certainly trying to step up, but I think that there's, we've got to make other efforts to. And I want to come back, we'll circle about that mm -hmm. at the end of the end of the show, because um, I guess, you know, one of the things I, 
you and I were, you were laughing at me before we went on the air of talking about all the different like people I get to talk to and you certainly get to talk to a lot of people, but it's, um, yeah, you can go online and say, I think, and I'm just using, I'm bipolar. I'm anxious. I'm depressed. I'm this, you know, you can read your WebMD report, but you know, and then you have half the world on medicines and this and that. But I think a lot of people are living and watching social media and I'll speak for myself. I'm as transparent as I can be. You know, people can see my stuff right now. Um, I go, oh, Ryan's doing this and that. But I, if I start fixating on one or two things, it can absolutely derail your whole day. Do you ever feel absolutely, that way? Absolutely, yeah. You start getting absolutely. pulled in like, man, that guy seems to... And you and you, you know better. But yeah. you just immediately start going down a mental path that is absolutely unproductive and is probably quite detrimental. Yeah, absolutely. Mentally. Yeah. Because you're comparing yourself. We had a, a, a nutrition fitness show earlier too. You know, I don't look like them or I don't feel like this or my haircut's not as good as them or I don't have the car they have or whatever it is. But it's not, it can't be healthy. And I'm not a therapist no. either. No, me neither. I mean, I think if I would have continued in college when I first started, I would have shifted to some psychology. Right. Because the mind is just fascinating to me and I'm always wanting to learn more and more about how it works. Um, and that's why I love doing hair because like one of the quotes I had shared uh you know, the, the science guy. Yeah. Bill Nye, the science guy. It's like my favorite quote. And I feel like if you go into any interaction with any human being with this in mind is it, it makes people more humble. And it's the quote is um, every single person you meet in your life knows something you don't. That's so true. Right. Like, you know, sometimes I think that's what creates stress or makes people not humble is that they know everything or they don't want, you know, they don't want to be, learn, the, be I mean, the smartest person in the room. Yeah, or or just being eager to learn, like understanding the value of that. And also, I think something that's really fascinating too is that science has proven over and over again that when you do nice things for other people, it's good for your mental health. It is. You know, when you just, um, with no strings attached, do something because you just are carrying on somebody or putting, you know, just put paying it forward. Um, it makes, it does make you feel good, yeah. you know, not because you're expecting this for that, but I, I know in my career, I've done many things, whether it's with whatever, you know, let's say we wrote an article on somebody and I just did it cause I thought it was important. Five years later, that comes back in a different way and not because I expect it to, it's just a relationship and how human beings are wired. I think what you guys do is so important because there's not, there's a shortage of therapists and people, and there's a backlog, uh, including adolescents. Um, I know this firsthand. There's not in Metro Atlanta a lot of adolescent uh, psychologists, psychiatrists who are taking patients. No. Two of my colleagues, they said, we, we're so booked that we can't even do it on site or virtually. Yeah. And then there's some, and then I've, I've even heard of insurance companies absolutely refusing. My sister in law is an example. She called and was like, I, I, I need, counseling and uh, they went through this long list of questions that were pretty intense to right. do over the phone and then the way she answered they ended it with um you don't qualify to to be covered and that's scary it is so that's why i really am pushing for like a you know i hope that we can find a better angle to this and i love i love and that's what we're going to touch on in a minute but you guys have a 30 year i guess depending on you know guys here's 30 minutes or whatever but it, I've been to different styles in my my um, uh, life, but I've watched you and I've been in your place firsthand. I see how much your people, I mean, talking about your customers, love talking to you, but they're just talking and talking mm -hmm. and talking. And they're they're like your pal. I mean, you know, they're they're getting a great haircut, but they're having an experience. Yeah, and even other people's clients. Like, we, there's only four of us technically that are behind the chair, and then we have a 
a girl that does facials and then a spray tan girl and then our receptionist. But we all, our clients know each other. That's they cool. know us. We're it's like I cheers. Mean, yeah. And it's <laughs> exactly. And you know, we, I feel that's what I wanted. I wanted it to be a, be a small, like family community salon where people instantly, I mean, you, you walk in and to the right, there's a rainbow wall. You know, uh, yeah. like that doesn't scream happy and, you know, inviting then, you know. So you got all the boutique salon type when I say all that, but without this mammoth where you're another number just being cranked in and cranked out in some yeah. traffic <laughs> disaster. Exactly. Place. Yeah. Cause we don't, we don't work with assistants that are, I've had so many people land in my chair that came from other salons where they're like, I was only with my stylist for, uh, you know, 15 minutes and, but I bounced around all these other people and spent like $400. So, you know, we don't charge astronomical prices like in town and, and we don't book in the way that you're not getting us. Yeah. You know, it's a, you get the quality time, the quality service along with, you know, much more. So, so you guys have grown. Now, when you started it, did you have multiple stylists or did you kind of ramp up to that? Um, I started with, uh, two, with me so there was just three of us um and then uh one person sought us out and it was and you know this uh, we we have two chairs available right now and uh if anybody hears this they'll yeah, be interested <laughs> not yeah. to be like yeah. you know i like you things can say it <laughs> no i like things to happen organically right. and this this woman sought us out specifically because she saw liked what was go where the salon was going but she has been doing hair in coming for uh -huh. o over 30 years she worked with us part-time for about six weeks and was able to leave 30 years of clients to work with us full-time because she lives just cow. down the road. So I'm, I was really proud for her for that reason that, I mean, you know, our location with downtown being so sure. busy, sure. we uh, have a lot of cheerleaders online and, you know, it, it's our talent too. Our talent is what keeps people coming back. So. No, I mean, like I said, I, I, I remember us sitting outside the place and you, you've got people reach out onto you left and right. And, and uh, well, I'll tell you what, let's give them that before I forget, because we have this through numerous ways. But, you know, organization, Salon 97 is in the down, old town, down, whatever you want to say, you know, the, the revitalized <laughs> yeah. the city of Lilburn. But um, what are if people want to reach out to you and whatever, Metro Atlanta, and they're looking for a change or want to con connect with you? Um, I have your stuff, but if you, 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 what's the best way to reach you? Um, so we have through the website, I would say is the best way. Um, it's, and it's www.salon97 spelled like you spell out the 97.com and you can book online through there. You can see all our services. You can email with questions. Oh, cool. Um, you can call the salon numbers on there too. So if you do want to speak with someone specifically, you know, more than just a email back and forth, you can do that. But yeah, we all utilize our own booking. Uh, we use the same booking systems, but we're all independent stylists. Okay. Um, so each person is their business, which I love that yeah. too, because I, I don't want to have to worry about an employee. I want them to be their own business and successful. So do they make like, that's a good question. So if you have a stylist, could they have different hours than you? I, they all have a key and we all do make oh, okay. our own hours. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, we, we have standard hours. Sure. We're open Tuesday through Saturday, typically from about 10 to about eight Tuesday through Friday. And then on Saturdays we're open from about nine 30 till five. So, but it's, it's kind of like an entrepreneurial business with some different entrepreneurs in it. Yeah. And I'm not even thing. opposed to people have asked, would you ever expand on, you know, and branch out to a bigger location or a bigger salon. I like having a small, quaint right. salon. But I'm not opposed to one of my stylists wanting to open up a location and helping them start that. 
because I'm all about growth. I don't want to hold anybody down. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the, I'm in the midst of this dissertation I'm working on. One of the things we're talking about is a what I'm writing about. It's called growth mindset, and it's that stuff you're doing, the wanting to do more and to plug into more organizations or to, like you said, even as a stylist, if you can help them fulfill their dream, I certainly think in this world that um, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but there's for me to even be here doing what I'm doing or probably for you to be in the seat today doing what you're doing, people gave you chances along the way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm, I can name off mentors to this day that I'm like, you changed my life. So I, And I hope that one day somebody can say that about something you know well i have but you you are no you you have (laughs) and you are and um well let's go into so you know without getting too specific um i you were telling me before we went on air there's opportunities that you see and i agree with you that um i'm gonna butcher it but you know hairstylists and estheticians yeah estheticians massage therapists barbers have an opera have a unique opportunity yes and i so i i definitely believe and i have this goal to there's a something like this that does exist that's a paid type workshop but i would like the idea of maybe this being a nonprofit or partnering with a nonprofit. my volunteer role with american foundation for suicide prevention is teaching me a lot and i also got asked to be on the board for a partnership against domestic violence, but I'm kind of learning through the logistics of all this, but I hope that one day, and this could really touch on the mental health um, conversation we are having like, and changing things from a grassroots standpoint, but offering workshops in uh, like, you know, salons and different places where massage therapists and estheticians work. And I mean, honestly, I feel like even bartenders might need this workshop. True. You know, like True. the, and the, that Who do people just, go talk to, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're just, lonely. Right. And it could just educate these service people on trauma response, on how to tactfully navigate through a conversation where you, and how to recognize depression, how to recognize abuse, having the resources available to potentially be a, you know, a segue to more help if they need it or just saying the right thing at the right time. So I love that. I mean, I think that I, I, I'm intuitive and think about that a little bit more, but I could, I think I could learn more. I would love to have more training. So I could recognize a little bit beyond what I already see. Cause you know, I think we have to get creative in that way. You have to do it from our community out, you know, people try to look up top and say, fix it, fix it. But yeah, that's not going to happen. No. Like, I mean, if you think about if these, if only, if 10% of the people that have these workshops absorb it and like could save lives, like we're doing something good there. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking what you're saying is, is be an intuitive person like you are, but there's other people that are just doing their job. They're not tuned in at all. And you just never know when that person's sitting there and not everybody comes in and goes, I've had a horrible day. I'm really angry and depressed. A lot of people don't say that they're just whatever they are. And if you're not picking up on this or, you know, I've moved for the third time, you know, it could be a female. They've moved for the third time. I'm really going, and you're going to like, Hmm. Yeah. But then the question is, what tools do you have? And that's where I think the connection point is. You know, what do you do with that information beyond that's that stinks? Yeah, like even paying attention to the people they come in with. I've picked True. up on how someone acts when the person they're with comes and goes from the business. So wow. like something not everybody thinks about. And not everybody in this in these industries will find it their calling to even want to do this. But just knowing, I mean, I think more people are good than aren't. And I think just having that knowledge and just having it brought to their attention, you know, this, and if, I mean, I even love the idea of advocating to have a, a required psychology segment in, in cosmetology school. 
Yeah. Why wouldn't we? And Makes and sense. and also potentially even, you know, I could go on and on about this, but you know, I, I hope that it can come to light and do some good if, you know, we can it's my goal to start working on that next year and see if it's either a nonprofit of my own or maybe uh, extension or part of a nonprofit that already exists. Um, I'm tired, right, already just talking about it because I'm already so busy <laughs> like you. But yeah. I'm like, I, it's my idea. I don't need credit for it. If it's something that comes to life, you know, ha, you know, as I keep talking about it, maybe more people will get on board and make it happen. I see it clearly, and um, I really do. And I think it's – I would think the people I know throughout my life in those professions go to them because they enjoy – it's not just massage therapy. They enjoy working with their patient and getting to know yeah. them. So you say, I want to become a physical therapist. It's not just I like working on knees. Mm-hmm. They like improving the life or you know, making their hair look better, making them feel better. So I would think the average person would say, but yeah, I know very little about this. Yeah. I mean, I love doing hair because I love art. I, I'm an artist. I, I like, uh, you know, the the fashion side of it and all that. But I love the human connection side. And I think a lot of hairstylists, it's not uncommon for us to be some of the chattiest people in the room because <laughs> we literally spend our career mastering the, com- the you know, the, the, the art of, of conversation. The art of conversation. <laughs> Well, Nikki, we could go on forever and we're coming to an end of show and how does fast just 30 minutes go? Bam. Goes we're going quick, yeah. But any final nuggets, you know, in terms of, I agree with you. I, I've been saying recently, if I had time to write a third book right now, and that was a priority to me, people want to be served, not sold. Mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned earlier, so we kind of come to a close. If we run our businesses, not chasing, I mean, we all have to have an income. Mm-hmm. We, we need to be profitable. But if that's the only goal, what would you say to that new entrepreneur, you know, to reframe their, you know, their planning? Yeah, I'd say, I mean, just, uh, you know, it's passion that leads us. Mm-hmm. And if someone were asking me, should I start a business? I'd say, why? Right. Why? If they say, because I want more money, then I'm going to say, wrong, wrong don't answer. even do it. <laughs> you probably, don't you do probably it. work more hours as your own yeah, boss, don't you? Yeah, exactly. And then, the you know, sometimes when that's your motivation, integrity goes out the window whenever you're trying to make it to that goal. And I mean... And also, I would also, one of my other favorite things to say is, you know, don't speak a goal out loud unless you speak the actions that go with it. Because I can say I'm going to the moon, <laughs> but, you know, will people believe me? No. But if I say I'm, I'm going to the moon one day, I've talked to Elon Musk, I'm right. on the list, I've paid a deposit, I'm going to get on that commercial flight. People might believe a me. A little more serious. So, like, when people are talking about starting a business or having a successful business, Speak your passion, speak your goals, and speak the actions that go with it. Well, my friend, I applaud you. Um, Seriously, what I'm writing in this dissertation is studying successful small businesses who've made it past the five-year marker, which 50% fail in the first five years, and the new caveat as it make it through this 24-month pandemic, and you started in the middle of it. (laughs) So I gave you ultimate kudos. Um, I, you know, Nikki, you know, I want people to, you know, go again, your website, uh, let's give it one more time is there's a salon nine, seven.com spelled yep. out. Right. Yep. And those are great online tools, but we have a Facebook page and, and Instagram, yeah, and all that. There's just salon nine, seven. All if you spelled just, out for all. any of those. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I encourage you to follow Nikki, to go see them. 
And um, I appreciate you coming on the Marketing Matter Show. And we're open for collaborations, too. So if anybody ever wants to reach out personally, my salon's closed Sunday, Monday, and we're open to collaborating for different things. I mean, I have a kid's chess club that happens there on Sunday. So, you know, little things like that, we're down. We're down to do. We like doing photo shoots, like with photographers, any kind of editorial stuff, any kind of nonprofits that want us to do any kind of collaborations, we're happy to support. Mm -hmm. The giving back is so key. And I didn't even get into the fact, one of your tips, you can write backwards. (laughs) (laughs) That's for another show. (laughs) That's how you coded it in school. No one ever knew what you did. Oh yeah. I made all my friends read it in the mirror. I I need to, I need to learn that skill. It would have saved me a lot of uh, trouble, but I'm going to close this out. But Nikki, I I thank you so much for your time and coming on Marketing Matters. Thank you so much for having me. This Uh, is fun. Absolutely. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in to another Marketing Matters on the End Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson in beautiful Stone Mountain. Please stay tuned for this and upcoming shows. Also, listen to past shows. Just get, go to endresultswithaz.com. Uh, click on the Kurt Shows button and hear this and many other shows 24-7 or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, until next time, for my super guest, Nikki Nocera. Thanks for coming on the show, Nikki. Um, thanks to everyone in the studio Jesse this is Ryan Sauer signing off this has been another Marketing Matters folks and until next time make your marketing matter this has been Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers for even more advice visit ryansowers.com that's R-Y-A-N-S-A-U-E-R-S dot com